Hello. Hi. Hi. Ho, ho, ho to my ho, ho, ho. Yeah. What's up, Christmas bitch? Oh, well, one thing that I wanted to talk about on this podcast, even though I texted you about it, just came to me. I just want to talk about how whenever I listen, watch, read anything about John Bonet, I change my mind every fucking time. <laughs> and I used to think that that was a personal failing, like that I was just so like swayable, like that I could just believe whatever you told me. But no, I think I figured it out. The reason okay. is because like there are so many obscure details and like maybes about this case and the investigation was so botched that honestly, if you argue any way, there's probably evidence that could support it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. So you're just seeing it from a new light and every time you see it from a new light, it gives you reason to believe that. Yeah, exactly. So I honestly, there are so many like things that could be a red herring. For example, there is like alleged, like maybe sexual abuse, but maybe not. Right. Uh, the like pineapple in her stomach. Like, yeah. Was that linked to Burke, which I still do not fucking think. How old was he? Like eight or nine? Yeah. I don't think that he has the ability to like strike his sister so hard to kill her eight or nine year olds swing baseball bats all the fucking time and hit home runs so like it's just not i don't think that that's a plausible enough reason to think that he didn't do it i think there's other reasons to think he didn't do it but how was that not a plausible enough reason though he is like because then there are documented cases of eight or nine year olds murdering people so it's not that unusual like by bludgeoning I mean, what did Mary Bell do? I'm trying to remember. Did Mary Bell fucking strangle the kid or did she hit him? I I mean, strangling would be one thing, but I thought the idea was always that Burke like hit her. Hit her. But, But again, I think we've talked about this. You don't have to hit someone very hard to kill them in the head. You just have to hit them in the right spot. And it could have just been an accident. I do not think if Burke did it that he maliciously attempted like maliciously killed her sister his sister i think he hit her because he was angry you know if that is the case and he just happened to hit her in the right fucking spot you know people people take tiny tumbles on pedal bikes with no helmet on and they die and it's not like they hit the ground with such incredible force you know it just seems like a lot of factors would have to align for burke to have done it i still don't think burke did it yeah i mean that that's totally fair i just my thing is just like I can't I can't say he didn't do it because he wasn't strong enough. Like when you're angry, you're angry. And I I just think, you know, he probably hit her in the right way if he did do it, you know. But again, again, that is just a theory that changes all the fucking time. <laughs> I know. And but it does it does just seem like it would be very far-fetched for it to not have been someone in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this kills me. It's absolutely insane. Um, so do, what do you, do you like, if I asked you today, who do you, what do you think happened? Do you think Burke did it? I still think Burke did it. And like I said, I don't necessarily think that it was malicious, but I still think Burke did it. And 
here's the other thing. He could have hit her and like they didn't know until it was too late. Like maybe the hit initially didn't kill her. Right? But then like, didn't, they, was, didn't they find signs of strangulation as well? Yeah, she had that fucking... Uh, the garage. Yeah. But do you think that was like... They, that was that was not post-mortem, right? Like they confirmed that that was... I that's what I was just trying to think like cuz I could see that being like a like almost a cover up cuz that, exactly. that the the podcast I listened to it's red handed um they that was the big question they were asking is like did the did the trauma like the the blunt force trauma happen first or did the strangling right, right. and I think that's the big question and and, I, and- He'd have been capable of strangling her, but not with one of those things. Like, I'm sorry, a, a child would not. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like, I, I mean, I know it's like a. Isn't it like they make them out of pantyhose and shit? Can <laughs> we look this up? You and I looked this up. Yeah, uh, I just. I... An iron collar or a length of wire or cord. So like, oh, like in the mob movies when they take like a piano wire. But then it also has like some like a wooden piece on it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. So yeah. you you think Burke did it? Yes, likely if he likely if he did, it was an accident and the parents covered it up. I think that's a pretty popular theory. Yeah. Who do you think you just don't know someone in the house now? Uh, the what what fucks me up about this is that there were some questionable characters either at their Christmas party or in the neighborhood. Okay. That showed that I think show John Bonet some like weird attention. And that okay. I, I remember something about the Santa Claus at the Christmas party was like kind of weird toward John Bonet. And there was this neighbor. I was convinced it was the neighbor for the longest, like, or some, someone that lived in the neighborhood. I was like convinced about that for the longest time, but then it's just like, uh, there's no signs of force entry. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> and the I, ransom note asked for the exact amount that John had been given as a raise at work or whatever, a bonus. That's just so weird. And the note, like, <laughs> I think, I think Patsy wrote that fucking note. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. I think that that's like, so yeah, I mean, then when I think about it like that, I'm like, well, it kind of does make it fit to where, yeah, maybe it was Burke in a cover up and they were trying to save their other kid if she was, especially if she was dead already. Right. They don't want to lose both children. No, oh, damn it. I know. I know. We should probably explain why this all came up. <laughs> I was listening to Lore, which is one of my favorite podcasts. And um, I was listening to Aaron Mankey talk about Leonardo Cianciulli, which was the soap oh, yeah, yeah. maker of Correggio. Mm-hmm. And I covered her and I like was tooting my own horn like, God, I did a better job. I did a better job. And then that motherfucker hit me with a twist. And I was like, oh, you did it again. You motherfucker. <laughs> a twist that you didn't know? A twist that I didn't consider. So Like a theory? Yes. Okay. And like... What happened, like, he is a beautiful storyteller. And I think that's why I was just, I just went into more, like, tiny details. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, 
more flourishy. big picture. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, I cover this more in depth, not better. Let me reword that more in depth. And um, I was going to say, you like gave his name, his podcast, and you're like, oh, I did it better. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm backtracking on no, that. I, right I, know, now. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a, he'll never listen to this. He's a giant fucking star. Um, huge podcast network. Sorry, Aaron Mankey, I love you. Um, but he, the way that he was talking, like in the court hearing, her son went ghost white whenever she got sentenced. And it seemed like she was trying to seem like she was insane, but she wasn't really insane. It seemed like everything he was saying was pointing to the fact that her sons had actually done it. Her son had actually done it and not her. Hmm. But why? Trying to protect her son. But why? Why would they do it? He didn't really get into that. But money is what I think is like he was trying to like get money because that's why she technically did. She stole all their money. But then she Hmm. suddenly blames it on a curse and that she's a powerful witch and like all this stuff. (laughs) That's interesting. It was a really cool theory that I was like, fuck, I didn't think about that because she didn't anything to protect her kid. So, you know, taking the fall for his murders is not far from that. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, you did it again. You, you brilliant bastard. You, br- <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I just, he's a gorgeous storyteller. I just thought like, wow, I, I gave more detail, but you don't need the detail whenever you're as fucking brilliant as that man is, so. Would you consider yourself to be a more detail-oriented person or big picture? I'm usually more big picture, I know I was stuck with you because I could see both. I have moments and truly it depends on what it is. So I can't, I can't pick one way or another. Truthfully, like it it just depends on what is happening. (laughs) Yeah. And what the situation is. What about you? Oh, I'm way more detail oriented. I can't see the big picture for shit. Nope. (laughs) No. Oh my God. No. I'm like pretty like meticulous as fuck. And yeah most things yeah no i think but then i'm not i reject the idea of a type a type b personality i fucking reject that so hard you can't yeah no i just people are too you can't just but then again i know people who are (laughs) one or the other very strictly yeah and i i could see i guess i could see that but i just think they're because I'm so both in so many ways yeah. and with certain things. I, I am very like type A and want things a certain way, but then other things I don't give a fuck about. Right. Right. So I don't know, but definitely more detail oriented for sure. Yeah, I definitely. Um, but yeah, for you, I could see both. I really could. I was yeah, struggling with that. It just depends on the situation, truthfully. Because at first I could, I was going to say, well, I think maybe detail, but then I was like, I don't know though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I flip flop <laughs> <laughs> in more ways than not everyone. Yes. Kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, so also this is Chardonnay and DNA and that's Becky. And that's Rachel, the flip flopper, the flip flopper. I, um, I'm recording from the shop today. So that's why there's a lot of background noise. Um, because the store's opening. Yes. We got our permits today. It's third. It's Wednesday, not Thursday. Fuck my life. Um, so we're opening and I had to be here for the inspection and we needed to record. So live from Vanco CBD, this is Chardonnay and DNA. Shameless plug. Buy their shit. Yeah. 
buy our shit. It's great. Um, we're doing something different because this is the last episode of this season. Um, we're going to read you some Christmas horror stories that will hopefully, hopefully make you feel better about your Christmas if it goes shitty. Well, went shitty because you guys are getting this on Monday. So, yes. If shitty, so, if you had a terrible time with your family and you wanted to kill all of your aunts and uncles, we're here for you. Yes. And hopefully this will make you laugh and feel a little bit less shitty about it. Oh, and I have, I want to tell you this now so that you maybe have some time to like consider it. At the end, I want to talk about like what our favorite episode was from the year that we did. Absolutely. That we told, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. So this one was super cringy to me. Um, I got my stories from a couple of BuzzFeed articles and Rachel and I realized that she also used the same BuzzFeed articles, <laughs> but yeah. she has some, she also has some Reddit ones. So this one is from 19 of the worst Christmas horror stories ever from BuzzFeed. Uh, and it says I was opening presents with my then boyfriend in front of his huge religious family. We had been together for some time and we all thought he was going to propose to me. They all waited with bated breath while I opened the tiny envelope from him that he had, quote, put a lot of thought into. The envelope contained a gift certificate for laser hair or laser mole removal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never once had I expressed any interest in this. I couldn't decide whether to cry or laugh. We broke up shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah. What's like what if like say you were in the situation, what would someone what could someone give you that would like just embarrass the fuck out of you? I'd be super psyched about laser hair removal, so I wouldn't be mad about that. <laughs> yeah, laser mole removal. <laughs> laser mole removal, my God. Um, what could they give me that would embarrass me? That's so fucked up. Like, you think he's going to propose and that's what... Oh, I would have killed him. Oh, yeah, I'd have been done. Um, there's not a whole lot that I can, like, I was thinking like a sex toy, but I really wouldn't have been embarrassed. I'd have made some sex joke. I'm like, Hey, and just rolled on with it. Um, like anything about my insecurities, like, I don't know. Like, I uh, what if like lingerie, would you be mortified? Um, yeah, I would. <laughs> I, I, I don't even mean, I didn't even mean insecurities wise. I just meant like, I was thinking that's something that people give and I could see it being embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, and we know I'm full of shame. So yes, that would embarrass me. I just, I'm really trying to think. What the fuck could someone give me that I'd get super embarrassed about? Do you have any th- any ideas? Like what? What, um, uh, <laughs> what would you give me to embarrass me? Like what if? Like what if if someone gave me like a fucking gym membership, I would execute them on site. I mean, that's fair, but also that would save me money if I ever decided I wanted to go to the gym. Mm, no, ex- point blank execution. Um, you can think about it. You're not a very embarrassed person. like. No, I mean, but I do. I get secondhand embarrassment all the fucking time. Yeah. But like, not my, like, I can't even watch movies without getting it. So I just don't know. But that's not my own experience. So I guess, like, I mean, if someone gave me, like, fucking monostat or something for, (laughs) I'd probably be like, cool, everyone knows about my fucking yeast infection now. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would but, be awful. Yeah. Yeah. But like beyond that, I can't. Here's some genital wart remover cream. Yeah. Yeah. Some shit like that. Like, but, but truthfully, I would do that as a prank. So I can't even be angry about it. <laughs> but yeah. So probably something like that. All right. What you got a story? Yeah. Um, the year was 2012. My family had reached boiling point that year. My brother had been kicked out of the army. I was a 17-year-old stoner about to drop out of school. My parents' marriage was a shit show and almost ripe for divorce. And my sister was over from the U.S. for the holidays. So you can imagine the mood was already bad enough. In the middle of Christmas dinner, the doorbell rings. Who the fuck disturbs a family on Christmas night, you ask? We were thinking the same thing. Without hesitation, my brother gets up from the table and disappears for several minutes. My father, after a few moments of broiling in his own emotions and changing his face color to all shades of red, gets up, ready to shit on the unknown visitor, and finds my brother dealing weed to him <laughs> on Christmas night. You can imagine the drama that ensued. Little did we know that if my brother hadn't gotten up from the table and ensured that my father would drive off for hours afterward, my father would have told us of his year-long affair that night, as well as the child he was about to have with his mistress and that he was actually planning on leaving the family. So okay. my idiot brother... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So my idiot nope. brother actually saved Christmas by dealing drugs. My father did end up telling us around New Year. Why the fuck would that father do that on Christmas? Why would he plan to do that? I mean, he's clearly a solid piece of shit. So like... He's, like, you have got to be... Not, not to... Yes, you're a piece of shit anyway for what you did but not even allowing your fucking first family to enjoy their Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck. I don't blame your kid for being on drugs and selling them. You're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the actual fuck? Wow. I wonder I, where that dad is today. Hopefully fucking ruining his life because he fucking fucked his family's lives up. I hope, I hope things did not go well for him. I hope his mistress fucking left him. For another man. I hope she, I hope she left him for a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for anybody but him. Okay, so. here's one for you. Um, okay. My dad's family lives in Canada, so every Christmas we would fly up there to visit everyone. This time, my brother uh, is about six, and I'm about to turn eight. Perfect age for traveling nightmares, right? Well, God decides to shit out snow all over the Toronto airport, <laughs> and we spend eight hours on Christmas Eve, trapped inside the airport. That is fucking nightmarish. God decided to shit out snow. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, my brother and I are being horribly bratty because we're hungry and want to open presents and run around. Finally, after the eight hour delay, we get on our plane and end up back landing around 1 a.m. Now it's at this point that my mother realizes she has no food at home for us to eat. She's got two starving, up-too-late brats and no food. The only place open is Waffle House, so we had our Christmas dinner at Waffle House. The only other people in there, a bunch of drunk mall Santas who told my brother and I that we were being lied to and that this whole Santa thing was a load of bullshit. <gasps> no! <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, there. if you're a mall Santa, you're either like the salt of the earth, like perfect human or the worst or the worst, like fully bad Santa. 
There is no in between. It's one or the other. Can you imagine being a fucking six or eight year old and like you're at this fucking Waffle House on Christmas Day and all these Santas are just there shit talking about how like they hate their lives and they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, Santa's fake and you've been fucking played your whole life. I cannot. Oh my god, that it's, those parents were probably like, fuck. They those parents were they probably drink to get by after that uh, Christmas. I couldn't blame them. Couldn't no. blame them. Huh. All right. Well, are you ready for another uh, visiting story like mm-hmm. that? When I was a toddler, we were supposed to go to Savannah to visit my mom's family for Christmas. My dad said he couldn't go because he lost his wallet. It turned out that some pro- uh, sex workers, this says <laughs> prostitutes. Yeah. I was just reading, but uh, let's reword that because we don't use that word anymore. Um, some sex workers he had slept with took his money, identification cards, and all of the cocaine he'd been carrying. <laughs> we ended up going to Georgia without him. Unsurprisingly, my parents are not together anymore, and I'm estranged from my father. Oh, another piece of shit. And the the reason being, I don't even care if you want to, like, fuck around with some sex workers. But, like... Yeah. <sighs> that's not what makes you a piece of shit. That's it, not what makes you a piece of shit. Everything else does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, fucking dads, man. Fucking dads. Well, those dads, at least. Wow, yeah. that sounded wrong. Like, fucking dads. Well, when you say it like that, yeah, just ruined it. Different meaning. Sorry. (laughs) All right. What do you got? Uh, Okay. So years ago, I was dating a guy for a few months when Christmas rolled around. So I splurged a bit and got him a GPS to help him find his way. Thoughtful, useful, but not too sentimental. It felt perfect for where the relationship was at the time. And he gave me an MMA magazine that had clearly been read. I do not like MMA, not even a little bit, nor have I ever expressed interest in MMA. Not once. He, on the other hand, loved all things MMA. Trying to move on, I politely thanked him, set the magazine down, and refocused on the next gift. It was a DVD with the cellophane wrapper missing. He got a little quiet, then sheepishly volunteered. I uh, got bored, so I watched the movie yesterday. (laughs) I (laughs) I slowly responded, so... You got me a magazine because you wanted to read it and then watch the movie you got me, got for me because you were bored. His only response was, well, yeah, I guess so. We broke up a week later. Oh, my God. What is wrong with these men? What the? F- who the? F- why? Uh, I uh, got bored. <laughs> I got bored. Also, I got you shit that I wanted. And fucking MMA. Get out of here. Oh, my God. What an idiot. I wonder if that man ever found another woman. I hope that he's dating an MMA fighter. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to do two in a row because one is literally only two sentences. Okay. Uh, my brother who was in town for Christmas with his pregnant wife and toddler was extremely moody. So I called him out on it. Turns out his wife was slash is having an affair that lasted their entire marriage and courtship, which was eight plus years he found out about it because for christmas he gave her a new phone he's a tech guy so he was transferring all her information to the new phone and doing backups and the other man was texting her about how he enjoyed their latest tryst 
a week before when she was on a business trip. My brother was devastated and broke down telling me, I mean, honestly, who wouldn't? We're still not sure of the paternity of the second child, and she still does not know that I know, and it's been one year. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. So he stayed with her. Uh... Like, which, okay, again, no judgment. No, I mean, I could see why he did, especially with a kid, but it's like, uh, I would murder. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That is seriously what I think, like, not not that it really truly ever is, but that's when I think, like, murder is justified. But it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not. not. I can understand the rage there, for sure. But, like, the rage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could see how someone would fucking snap. Not that they should. They should probably chill the fuck out and, like, I don't know, smoke a joint or something. Right. But just, just fucking chill. But but I can yeah. see it. Yeah. And then the other one was my uncle got sent a letter. It got there a little before Christmas and it was from his 18 year old son that he did not know he had. So, yeah, he told us at Christmas. Oh, that happened. Not the Christmas part, but that happened to a relative of mine. Oh, her husband found out that uh, he had a kid that he didn't know about. She was like, I think at the time she was the daughter was like f- maybe 14 or something. My God, was he with, like, was he married when he conceived the child with somebody else, or was it before he was married? No, I think it was before, but okay. no. Which, like, yeah, but me and Joe talk about this all the time because he is like so outraged that I, I would be pissed though. Like, yeah. I've told Joe, I'm like, if you ever found out you had a kid, like, I know I don't, I know it's not like your fault, and there's nothing you could do about it, but I'd still be pissed. Yeah, I would be fucking angry too. Yeah, like, uh, well, and I think that that this family member, I think that that was probably why they didn't stay together. I think that had a large part to do with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because she never wanted to be a mother. And then she kind of like, I think she kind of had not had to, but I, I think that she did kind of have to like assume that role a little bit. And she didn't, it's never what she wanted. So yeah. that would be really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, are you cool with me doing the ants one, the long one? Yeah, do it. I'm okay. going to do the other one. The, the Midnight Mass one? Midnight Mass. Okay. All right. So growing up, we always went to my aunt and uncle's before house before Christmas. Oh, God. Let me just start that over. Growing up, we always went to my aunt and uncle's house for Christmas Eve dinner. It was usually a full house of about 35 people or more, all family. One Christmas Eve, we were all sitting down to dinner when my aunt L, whose house it was, got into an argument with her sister, Aunt R. It escalated to the point where they were screaming at each other and my sister cousins and I were being herded into the basement to go play or something. (laughs) It ended with my aunt, with my other aunt M, yelling that she was sick of the family drama and it was time to come clean. She announced that my oldest cousin was not the biological daughter of Aunt L, but was actually R's child. Apparently, when R got pregnant, she was too young and irresponsible to raise her, so L stepped in and took over. You could have heard a pin drop in that moment. That is some next-level shade, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, I mean... 
I'm super bummed that like they outed her like that because that sucks. And that probably like rocked the world of the child. Yeah. But and, like, but, but holy also, shit. but also what, why at that moment did M decide that that was the time to say that? Like, yeah. unless Just because it was being petty and shady and bitchy. But, like, did that have something to do with the drama? It just seems, like, out of left field. Like, babe, it's fucking Christmas Eve, okay? Jesus wasn't born for you to ruin a kid's Christmas. (laughs) Or a family. Or a family. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is just outrageous. Right? Holy shit. Ugh. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Your mother's not your mother. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Oh, was that all of it? I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's all of it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Are you, are you ready? Uh-huh. This is my last one. Oh, yeah. I went drinking with some buddies on the 23rd, and then we went to midnight mass on the 24th. Things were going swimmingly, but then it hit me. I got the bubble guts 10 minutes in. My gut forced me to let a silent fart out. This, oh, SBD, silent but deadly, had the power to melt candles, but luckily I got away with it since it was crowded and a baby was near. Then my gut wanted to make an encore, so I made a butt-clenching walk to the church bathrooms, which happened to only be one male and one female unit. The men's was occupied, so I ran to the women's and just about kicked the door open. Then it happened. When I looked back to see the damage, there was no toilet paper. So I tore my skivvies off and wiped my ass with those. I waited outside by my parents' car in the freezing cold with no jacket for another hour or so until the mass ended, since my pants had poo splatter on them. (laughs) My parents laughed their asses off the entire way home. And I just want to say this person's name is Frank and Beans. <laughs> Lay off the Frank and Beans, sir. And beans. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow. I love a Christmas shit story. <laughs> we had to have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, those were festive. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking through to see if I have any more that seem. Oh, this one was kind of funny. I do want to read this one because I appreciated it. All right. This says my mom and dad's sister have not been fond of each other for over 20 years. Two Christmases ago, it finally all came to a head when my six foot tall aunt mouthed off to my sweet little five foot one mom for the last time. (laughs) My mom knocked her out with one punch. No one in my family is fond of my aunt. So we just left her there. Whenever she came through, she called the cops. I think they meant whenever she came to, but it says through. She called the cops. The cops just acted like they were annoyed that they were called to a uh, family dispute and left. (laughs) I just like that, like, in the middle of fucking Christmas, like, the aunt's just laying on the floor, like, unconscious. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck her. She's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Those were holly jolly. Um, have you decided on your favorite 
episode? Oh, the yeah, my favorite episode that I've like researched. I knew it. I knew it when I asked. It was that um trauma. Oh wait, the favorite episode that we've researched or that we've done. What do you mean? I thought you meant like the favorite episode of our entire podcast that you and I have done together, not what we've researched personally. <laughs> so, uh, what's the difference to you? Well, because maybe I have a favorite episode that you've done and a favorite episode that I've loved researching. Oh, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. What are they? Uh, no, go ahead. Trevor Thornberry. Trevor Trevor Thornberry was so fun to research because it was such a fucking crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. it was in that article that I referenced was so good. It went like kind of back and forth. It did like these flashbacks. Like I could picture the entire thing. It was so much fun to like research. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was really sad too. Like, I don't love that. She it was, was like very sad. But... Yeah. Very sad, but it was so fascinating and like, just really interesting to read about. Yeah. Okay. What was um, yours? I think my favorite one that you have done. I'm trying to think. I know. I'm trying to think of one. It's just I like, like the Monica LeBau one because she is doing everything to solve her own Mm-hmm. mystery like that's just cool as fuck to me i don't yeah, know yeah um i really love tamla horsford yeah that one was also really interesting and also fury infuriating like just maddening but also uh girly chew hassencroft oh fuck that was a good one Hmm. you've done a lot of really awesome cases oh thank you yeah I'm trying um, to think of my favorite of yours because you've done great ones too. The soap maker one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the the one with the late the cookies. She made cookies. Oh, was that is that the same story? Fuck. Okay. Yeah, the cannibal cannibal cookie. Um I think I really like um my Ned Kelly one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That one was good. I had a good time researching that one. Yeah. Long, but it was really good. Um I'm trying to think what else. I mean, that's good. Those are some good ones. Uh, the boy in the box, I mean Was I that this I year? I think that was this year. That was season two, yeah. Okay. Um, I like the one that you did too, and I don't like that I can't remember the name, but I remember thinking, oh, this guy got exonerated. Like, yay, but he was already dead. Who was that? Oh, fuck, who was that? I know. Uh, that one was like, that one was like a punch to the gut. I was like, oh, God. Like, because I was so shocked that he was, that he was dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, the Mothman was this year, too. Oh, that's like automatically. Yeah. Um, fuck. Who the fuck was it? What was his name? I we've I done so many fucking We've done a lot like that. But yeah. That one was distinct because it was like a posthumous um exoneration. Uh, I gotta I gotta look. I'm trying to um, look too. Elmer McCurdy was really cool. 
That was the cow, like the guy who ended up being um, a mum, uh, a mummy in a Halloween thing, and like his, he was the guy who, like the outlaw, who was a really bad outlaw. <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 that was a good one. Um, no, that was last year. Where the fuck is it? Crap. I know, I feel so bad that I, oh my god, the one I hated that you did was the um, daughter and dad that had a baby together. That made me want to off myself. Yeah, that was, that was a really, really rough fucking time. Awful, awful. Oh, the one that I did about the dentist was gross. (laughs) Liddell Lee. Liddell Lee, yep. I'm pretty sure it was Liddell Lee. I think you're right. Um, oh yeah the dentist one was fucking horrific that was disgusting that was like just so disgusting <laughs> yeah it was Liddell well okay yeah that makes sense yeah um ba, 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 ba. speaking of the boy in the box uh the murder squad with Billy Jensen and Paul Holes did a just did like a really good episode about that yeah mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go listen yeah it was interesting I liked it Nice. Always, that's one of my favorite cases. I mean, if you can have a favorite case, but you know what I mean. Yeah, when I was listening to that episode, I was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I kind of they they mentioned a good and I was trying to remember the theories that you had said when you did that episode. But they had mentioned um, this idea that he might have been dressed as a girl. Yeah, I, I mentioned that briefly. Okay. Um, and I, they actually released a photo of him dressed as a girl. Yes. Yeah. To try and like help, um, Mm -hmm. see if it stirred anyone's memory, but it still didn't. Which I think, which I think is very telling that the kid was clearly kidnapped and they were trying to like cover it up. It's the whole, the whole thing is so sad. Yeah. I hope eventually they figure him out. Mm -hmm. I think that they will. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, not to get off the topic of sad deaths, but um But you can, it's fine. <laughs> but I can. This is is DNA related. Did you see that they found a perfectly pres- preserved baby dinosaur inside of its yes, egg? Yes, in China. I was yes, I was totally yep. gonna I meant to ask you about that. Wasn't that insane? Yep. I this is how we have Jurassic Park. Let's not. But yes. So crazy. And like, but it's, and it looks so bird like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, birds are little dinosaurs, essentially. They, they are. But I just, I could not get over ha- just how bird like that thing looked. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so fucking cool. The reconstructions are so fucking cool. Like, it's I just, so uh, cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I don't understand how it was like preserved that, that well, but it was awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't either, but it's so fucking cool. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, that's a fucking wrap on season two. Yeah, that's it. Um, can this truck pull out of the fucking alley behind me, please? Can you hear that? I can. Yeah. My word, sir or madam, or <laughs> they, they don't, I don't know what the, <laughs> I'm trying. I just don't, or person, just person that works. Um, folk. all right. Well, folk. Yes. Um, 
I hope everyone has a happy, merry, whatever the fuck you celebrate. Happy Quantica, Chanica, Quan, Quan, Christmas. There. Yeah, that's yeah. Just whatever you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate, I hope you have a great day off because yeah. you deserve it. Have a great day off, and um, you know, just ask. I saw this meme that said, "Just ask yourself when re- when replying to an email, is this a da- a January problem or a December problem?" A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I feel that. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next year. Yep. See you next uh, year. Er. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the best dad joke of the year. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah. All right. Well, yes. Any final words. Um, no kick rocks. All right. Get fucked for new year's. <laughs> Get vaxxed <laughs> and waxed. Yeah, please do. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Well, Terry should probably edit that out. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry, Terry. We just gave you a shit ton of work. <laughs>